What's up, everybody? This is your boy, Chris G. Once again, back with another episode of True Toxicity. I am joined by my good brothers, the three-time, three-time, three-time baby-making champion, Ness, and the good brother, Larry Morgan, the living legend, one word. Guys, how you doing on this fine Wednesday night? Snowy Wednesday night, bro. Oh, we just got hit. It is snowing. It is. Yeah, I can hear we, it outside my window still. We just got hit with a nor'easter like a motherfucker, bro. I had to rush home and and fucking put salt down and shovel and all this other shit so the fucking tenants don't bust their ass and we get sued and all that shit. <laughs> so all that good shit, all the all the liable yeah. liability. Good Hell shit yeah, that so. That's how you feel. Fucking that. Yeah, man, I was at work driving in that shit. Mad as hell. But they pulled us off the road, though. So, like, hell yeah. But driving home or getting back to my station, I got one of them big-ass trucks. I was going, like, 25 the whole way. Like, like nah, that, that shit was gripping, getting snow in the tires and shit. I'm like, nah, I can't do that. Can't go over 30. Not in this nah, big. It's not even worth it. Not um, worth it in this weather. Then, like, I'm on the highway, like I-95 and shit. You can't see none of the lines. You don't know what lane you're in. Cars is everywhere. This shit was wild. And then driving was even worse. Like, shit was crazy. I know. you. you do you wear boots at work? Nah, I got to get me some boots. I, I know every time I see Larry, <laughs> he got a pair of boots on. So I don't know if he had boots on. You had boots on? Nah, bro. I I, oh. I work in a hospital in an office, bro, in ambulatory oh, care. Scrubs so on still. I got um. Sometimes I can wear scrubs, but sometimes, most of the times, I just wear slacks and shoes, bro, and button a button up. I be having on hard bottom shoes, bro, at work. So, <laughs> yeah, motherfuckers gotta see me, so Yo, I be I be looking spiffy, bro. <laughs> yeah, no wonder why all the nurses want to fuck you, you filthy animal. <laughs> Coming there smooth I'm like to, butter on the frying pan. I'm trying to chill, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you get yourself in trouble just, in there, bro. I'm telling oh, yo, working in a hospital is, is <laughs> yo, working in a hospital, bro, is like it's almost like glorified being in school, bro. Like everybody be knowing and it fucking cafeteria and everything, and it dog, it's it's crazy. And then so many motherfuckers is fucking co-workers and all types of shit, bro. It's so it's so much drama. I try to I try to stay out of the shit, bro. It's so the many best, times where dudes start fucking with a girl there, like a radiologist or whatever the fuck, and then shit goes sideways. And she come to his department and then all types of shit and arguments and motherfuckers ended up in human resources, labor relations. So yeah, I try to stay away from all that, yo. So, you don't you don't mix business with pleasure, which we we've exactly. covered on the previous Remember episode. That, so you can bro. go back into the archives. <laughs> yeah. uh, I definitely yo, go back. This into is kind of like this is that that the last time I mixed business with pleasure was like just a job, bro. This is kind of like my career, bro. Like yeah, I got totally a four hundred one k retirement in this shit, bro. I got already ten years in this shit. I got fifteen years left till I retire, bro. So you, you know what I'm there. saying? Go fast. That's what everybody tell me. They be like, yo, all the old heads be like, yo, it's going to fly right by, yo. Just, just think <laughs> of it this way. We're already in December of the longest year ever, 
right? Yeah, this year, this really year felt like it, it was twelve years. Yeah, it felt <laughs> like it was. It felt like every month was a year, and that's because um, the pandemic, everything going on, coronavirus, and the lockdowns that happened globally, not even just in New York where we're from, or or in the tri-state areas. You know, Ness is around there too, and we had to prepare for a lockdown. So coming on this big second wave and coming off the heels of the election and shit. It's looking like New York City and the tri-state area is going to get locked down again sooner or later. So we thought for a good episode, we would, uh, you know, prepare you guys or, or prepare ourselves <laughs> both all physically, spiritually, mentally, mentally, emotionally, anything you, any Italy that you could think of. Uh, <laughs> you know, we, we're preparing for this lockdown. So I'll start. And honestly... Shit don't feel that much different because I'm really kind of a hermit already. And I don't, like, I'm just home with the kids and shit. I don't really go out like that. I'm not really missing anything. Um, I feel for the people around me that have to suffer from the lockdown. My parents, well, now my, my, my father's out of work. He was, he was working prior to the pandemic. Now he's out of work. He's on the cusp of retirement. He's not really like giving a fuck about it, but it's still affected him in some type of fashion. My girlfriend, her hours are cut. She barely, she can only work a certain amount because everything going on. So I know mentally and emotionally I heard straining on her. But me, the only thing I'm bummed out about is I was ready to go back to the gym. I was like, oh, shit, I'm feeling oh, good. Yeah. I've been working out like a year straight, no gym, like straight calisthenics and just whatever weights I got in the crib. I lost 15 pounds. I'm feeling good. I'm like... I lost too much weight, man. I got to start eating some chicken titties and start hitting the gym and, and upping up the weight. And you know what I mean? And uh, yeah, we got hit with a motherfucking lockdown. <laughs> I can't even sign up for the gym. So I guess that's the biggest bummer for me. Be mentally preparing. I feel like the first lockdown already, uh, already had me. I was already mentally prepared for the first lockdown. So coming into this next one, it's pretty much the same mindset. Just trying to work hard. Stay out of trouble, stay safe, and take care of the family. That's it. Make sure make sure the family's good. So I want to start with Larry because uh, you're in a different situation. You're single. You're a single man, or you might be talking about somebody. I don't know what your situation is, but you you definitely like going out and socializing, and mm-hmm. that's kind of being taken away from you again. So uh, <laughs> how, how are you preparing yourself? And and you'd like to work out. I don't know if any if anybody's seen Larry. He's built like a fucking tank. So I know you like to work out. You can't go to the gym no more. What's going on, man? How do, how are you preparing for this mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually, anything? I don't know, man. According to y'all motherfuckers in the group chat one time, y'all was like, when I, I go to the gym, this shit don't work. So <laughs> <laughs> somebody said that shit. Kelvin fucking said that shit, yo. But I'm um, not, nah. I'm um actually I said it on the, the last episode, yo. I'm actually kind of I'm actually talking to somebody now, so like uh, it's a little bit of a different situation than last time. So like last time, I don't know what um I'm gonna be in a little bit of a different situation, like in more ways than one. This lockdown coming up. Last time, I don't know if people know, but I was on um, leave of absence from work. Now I'm 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 an essential worker because like I just said, I work in a hospital. So, fuck it. It could be Armageddon outside, and we got to go to work. Fuck. <laughs> so, <laughs> but I, last time I was on um, leave of absence, 
from um, February actually to August this year. So I was on leave of absence for six months. So I didn't have to, I was home during the first pandemic and um, it kind of just hit us like out of nowhere. The thing is, I'm thinking, all right, coronavirus, you're hearing about it. Uh, I'm like, yo, it's probably like swine flu, like H1N1, shit gonna go away, da da da. The next thing you know, I'm like, everybody's like, yo, everything's about to get shut down, blah, 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 blah. And you know me, I, I'm, I, I like to go out. I like to frequent shit. Uh, I like to go out on dates, go to restaurants, go to sports bars, take girls out and everything. And then, bam, <laughs> nothing. So I'm like, oh, shit. That first week, bro, it felt like house arrest, like glorified house arrest. I think I'm... First time we got shut down March 15th or 16th, one of those days. And um, that first, actually the first two weeks to like March 29th or 30th, I was like, yo, I don't think I could do this shit no more, Because it was nothing to do. I was stuck in the fucking house. I'd go out like maybe one or two hours a day to go get food and beer or whatever and straight back in the house. I got to say, though, I said this on the last episode, that quarantine um, group chat we had where we had WWE Network, that shit was like a mental lifesaver for me, bro. I don't think I ever told y'all that motherfucking shit because, like, um, you know, we don't really press like that. But, I mean, like, that shit was, that shit was like, that shit came in clutch, bro. Because, like, a lot of people just, yeah, I left a post the other day. It was like, yo, um, if you could afford Christmas gifts, that's good. But if you can't, don't beat yourself up about it because this is a hard year for everybody. Financially, mentally, physically, motherfuckers can go to the gym. You know, like, spiritually, emotionally, motherfuckers couldn't see their parents and shit. Uh, people dying. I know people that died of the virus and shit. So, like, man, that, that we, we had that group chat, bro, when we was like, all WWE Network, and we'd be like, yo, let's watch um, Starcade 95 or Mania fucking 17, and we all watching the shit together, bro, and we like, yo, you seen that? What part you up to? That shit was like a, that shit was clutch, because we all like, it was like we were all had a watch party, we were all together, you know what I'm saying? I wanted two weeks without seeing nobody, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And Y'all in a little, y'all was in a little bit of a different situation because y'all got kids, y'all got no wife, damn near, you know, girlfriends, wifeies and shit. Brother by myself, man. And I'm used to just like, all right, let me just go full to nav, hit up some of the bars over there, meet up with some of the homies from the hood. It'd be girls out there, talk to them, grab one of them up, I take them home or whatever the fuck for for a night and shit. That shit was taken away from me, like for a good two or three months, well into June, when shit started like opening back up. Like I think so. All right, so everything I closed down March sixteenth. I think before that, I may have gotten my last piece of skins. Maybe that weekend or the week before. So I'm going to estimate it like March 10th-ish or something like that, maybe. Dog, I went well into May (laughs) without getting no skins. (laughs) And then I was like, yo, 
I'm calling girl like, yo, what's up? You want to come over? And that's when everybody was scared to death because that's when people were dropping like flies by the thousands of day. So girls like, no, girls dad. I want to come outside. So it was rough, bro. I think I even told you, man. Like I felt like one of them versions, like Kyle Barber and all of that, motherfuckers. So, so I was like, yo, this is this shit is rough, man. Like, yo, being a single dude during the first quarantine and like not going anywhere. Gyms is closed. As far as closed. And those are like my two favorite leisure time things. So I'm like, I can't even go to the gym, bro. I can't even like up go to the bar around the corner, meet up with the homies from from fucking around the way and shit. Yo, we just all stuck in the fucking house. The only person I was seeing was the dude from the corner store daily bro, for like a good six weeks. I was like, yo, this shit ain't it. Then shit started opening up. Slowly but surely, you know, phase one, I believe, was uh, June 8th or something like that. June 6th or something. Then phase two was two weeks later. Phase three was two weeks later after that. So that was around July 4th-ish. And then everything started opening up. You know, we seemed to be doing good from July till about November. Then those numbers started going back up, son. And... Cuomo was like, yo, if these numbers don't go down or at least stabilize, I'm shutting shit down. Here we are, second week in December. He's like, yo, shut down, indoor, everything. And the way it's looking, it's like, whew, looks like we hit for another shutdown, bro. So I'm like, all right, so this time I'm going to be at work. So I'm still, you know, a little, because I'm essential, so I'm gonna be leaving the house going to work or whatever this time is different another thing that's different is you know i have somebody i'm talking to now in a little bit of phases so that's a little bit of like um uh, skins <laughs> guarantee i believe you know what i'm saying as if she's not afraid you know what i'm saying so i'm in a little bit of a different situation than before but for man oof. All I was doing was video games, WWE Network, and just like, that's it, man. That, that's literally, and drinking like a fucking fish. I found out I was fucking alcoholic, bro. And just just eating, because like, I, all I was doing was eating mad McDonald's, because McDonald's was free for us hospital workers during the first quarantine. So I, I, even though I wasn't even working, I was taking advantage. I was just going in for my ID, like, yeah, what's up? And they oh, thank you for your service. And I was like, yeah, I know. But, and then I'm in another, you know, like, it's going to be, like, risky for me now because, like, I'm going to be at work in a hospital around, like, you know, the numbers and COVID. So now I got to take extra care, you know, sanitize, like, every 10 minutes, sanitize my hands and everything with, Gloves and shit like that, because it's a second wave and maybe a second strain out there. You know what I'm saying? So preparing mentally for shit is, ah, uh, I mean, I already lost the bars now. They closed down gyms, it looks like. So I'm going to just, you know, take it day by day. I'm going to chill up in the house, watch some a UFC, watch some Netflix. I'm the social butterfly, bro. I like to go out. I like to fucking... Hang out, go to sports bars and shit, or restaurants, take girls out and all that. So, 
we getting that taken away from us again. So, uh, how y'all? How, what about y'all, man? Ness, were you working the first time? Were are you were you essential the first uh the first lockdown? I'm, I've been essential for the last two years. I didn't uh, never so. <laughs> I never, so not I, much, not much really changes for you going into this second at all. lockdown. I, in my opinion, I really don't. I'm not gonna say I don't care about the lockdown. Um, I'm again, I'm a essential worker. I'm out all day driving. The less people on the road for me that don't need to be out, out of the house. That's marvelous. That makes my job easier. The fact that I even have to be out in this shit to begin with, like, I work for FedEx. We're shipping out everything, like, literally everything. Our volume is shot through the roof. Like, this is what people don't understand. Like, all this online shopping because people can't go in stores. They're doing it at home now. Like, people yeah. spending money to get stimulus checks. They just blow that shit. I got to do. I you, everybody. We're giving you your shit. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? So, but just like to make my job easier because people just want to be out. Like, I get a cabin fever. You're cooped up in the house. You want to just, like, get out of the house. But, like, you're just making my job harder. Like, the fact that I even got to be out in this shit, like, I'm not, I'm not even getting, like, no hazard pay, no nothing. Like, I, when it first started, I was definitely on top of it, wearing gloves, like, carrying sanitizer, like, always have a mask on. Like, this shit is no joke. A lot of people didn't take it serious. Like, that's the reason why numbers are where they're at now. Like, I want to get all political and shit. You know, fucking 45, his goofy ass didn't take the shit serious. <laughs> like, the shit, like, he's taking it fucking seriously, you know. But people just, man, I don't know, man. I, the whole vaccination shit, like. That's, it's, that's like, it's good that you mentioned that because I was going to. I was going to ask you guys about that. I mean, I, I I have weird views when it comes to COVID. I, I've lost extended family. No no close family, thank God. But I've lost extended family. And um, it's, it, it's real. It's out there. And it, it killed a lot of people in the beginning. It's starting to kill people again now. But once again, it's, it's people with underlying health issues and... They ringing up, it feels like the media and everybody else just rings up the numbers. Like somebody will die of a heart attack, and they'll be like, "Oh, it's COVID related." Like we found out he had COVID, but he died of a heart attack. But we're gonna say it's COVID because you know he had COVID. Like a lot yeah. of numbers, I think are misleading, and um, a lot of precautions and a lot of ways that it's transmitted. And you got these guys saying you can't find, you can't, you can't touch surfaces and and spread it. You got the other guy saying you can. One guy saying wear a mask to protect yourself. The other guy saying wear a mask to protect others. Like it's just, it's it, it, it's it's like smoke and mirrors. I don't want to call it bullshit, but it's like smoke and mirrors when you know. So I don't I don't want to get into it. I don't get into it. I have very misconstrued views about that. But the vaccination, the vaccination. Um, my thoughts. I don't judge if you want to get vaccinated. If you want to feel safe, you want that that safety net, and you and you want to put that shit in your body, you do what you got to do. I don't I don't blame you. You know it's your decision. Me personally, <laughs> I I believe I believe in my immune system, <laughs> and I'm just gonna take the precautions, the necessary precautions, and I'm gonna try not to catch that shit because uh, I'm not a big vax guy. 
So, Larry, what do you what are your thoughts about getting vaccinated? Man, listen, bro. <laughs> I hope I don't know, man. I hope we don't come out looking like fucking goddamn our parents was fucking. We were b- born in Alabama or something, and our fucking <laughs> uncle grandpa had fucking sex with our sister and shit. <laughs> That's how we <laughs> motherfucker. I hope that vaccine like on some, you know. <laughs> that's all I'm saying. Bro. I don't. I don't know. Man. I got to see Alabama are born deformed from incest. I'm just. I'm just not like you know. I got to see some shit. I got to see people who are gonna be guinea pigs and shit. I'm not gonna now, be the I'm first to jump on this. About that though. They like, already I'm, started. Shit. They already started though. They already started yeah, they just, uh, giving people that shit in the UK way before they even brought it to the America, and oh, now yeah. they just started America giving it to people. So, oh yeah, they rushed um, that one because normally, um, normally vaccines gotta you know get clear by the FDA. You normally take about three years, bro. But you know, obviously this is a global pandemic, though. This one was priority. They rushed this shit, bro. Yeah. You know, so I mean, the cra- the crazy thing is, is uh. That's what they want to tell you. That, that 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 that's what they want you to believe because you know yeah. people bring up the the whole HIV AIDS thing, right? This shit's been around uh-huh. since the seventies, and nobody could yeah. find a fucking cure. There's medications where if you have it, you can live a regular normal life and not be affected <laughs> at, at all, as mm-hmm. long as you take care of yourself. You know, like yeah, Magic Johnson basically doesn't have it anymore because he's had the best medication for fucking decades. The thing mm-hmm. is, if you look up the patent. For the HIV AIDS cure or treatment, America copyrighted that shit and trademarked it, patented the formula, all that shit for the vaccine, the 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 medication, all that shit. And like the eighties, you know, what I mean, they've been had this shit. <laughs> it's it's you it's up there. Just search it up. You know what I mean? Like there's so much shit that they'll tell you, but it doesn't make sense. You have you it, it took fucking six months of modern technology to develop this vaccine for a virus that wiped out a quarter of the world, but Mm. this other shit that wiped out half of the world at one point, you still don't have no cure for it. I don't know. Shit is just, uh, it's weird, bro. It's weird. It is. How do you feel about it? Um, I don't know, man. This shit weird to me. It's definitely weird, man, because like, definitely for one of the reasons you just named how the fuck we don't have a cure for AIDS, but we got a quote unquote cure for this shit. Um, I'm gonna watch people take this shit. I ain't, I, I ain't getting the first batch if I get it at all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I ain't about to turn into a fucking zombie out here. Like this is wild. I keep hearing stories about like what happened to the test subjects. Like I don't know if they're true or not, but you know what I mean. Like I would definitely believe something has gone wrong. You whip this shit up, and like you said, six months. Like. Not even, yeah, like it's just, it's everything's moving too fast. Like, this shit don't make no sense to me either. But, you know, it's, it's about to get goofier from here on out. You know how, you ever seen the meme? No, it's a gif of Sting. When Sting's in the ring with the NWO and he takes off the mask and it's the Sting. Yeah, Sting? That's the fuck <laughs> happened with 20, 2020 and 2021. That's exactly what the fuck is about to happen. That's my I favorite New Year's gift. Everybody, bro. Yeah, that shit is. Yo, I said it to everybody. It's like, yo. New Year's, new me, and it's just Sting, and he pulls yeah. out his mask and Sting. 
Everybody's like, yo, oh my God, I can't wait to get out of this year. I can't, 2021 is going to be such a better year. I'm like, yo, suppose that shit is fucking worse, bro. Like, y'all really think this shit is the worst? I don't even think we scratched the surface of worst, my dude. Like, everybody, oh, once the balls drop, oh my God, it's going to be so much better. Balls drop from where? You're going to be home. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's definitely a crazy situation. And this is um, gonna be super cuddles. Yeah, <laughs> hell yeah, it's this already cold. Cuddles. And now we're gonna get locked down. Like, and we're gonna get locked down. And it's gonna be cold. And it's a fucking Easter outside. This is super cuddle season, bro. As man, listen, bro. I just this is gonna be good. Full disclosure, I uh. I started like really changing up my diet and and my fitness, and dirt, yeah. like right when the lockdown first happened, because I thought we were on the brink of a zombie apocalypse. And I was like, if I'm gonna outrun these motherfuckers, I gotta be in shape. I gotta carry a three year old with me. It ain't gonna be easy. So, uh, yeah. Uh, full disclosure, I'm still be- I'm still waiting for that zombie apocalypse. So hopefully we'll see what happens. Oh, it's good to know a couple guys with guns. But anyway. <laughs> That's the best. That's the best thing, bro. <laughs> it is. It is. It is something I guess to look forward to because uh, 2020 has what 16 more days, 15 more days, and it looks like shit might get worse. And <laughs> you yeah. know, Before in those it gets 15 days. So it's just hopefully, hopefully 2021 brings better, better, uh, better blessings for everybody. And like we said, if you want to get vaccinated. You do what you got to do, but yeah, keep that shit away from me. Um, I want to know you guys' funniest, funniest or craziest Christmas moment that happened to you personally, whether it was with meeting up with friends on a Christmas or dinner at your families, um, any wild shit that happened. I'll give you guys a few minutes to think about it. I'll I'll start off. I I gotta check. I gotta check. I, I can't say this too loud. I can't say the story too. Loud. <laughs> <laughs> so uh I got two stories, but one one story is very brief. I was about sixteen and it was the first time uh one of my older cousins had Christmas at his new apartment with his then girlfriend. And it was dope, man. The whole family there was this shit. And he's always been into like uh sea creatures, fish and shit like that, and crabs and lot like, like you know, just like exotic shit like that. So he'll have a big aquarium. And one year he had two lobsters, two baby fucking lobsters, like like three four inches big just like just chilling in the big aquarium with the other fish and these motherfuckers start fighting like a full-on lobster fight on christmas and one of the lobsters cuts the other lobster's arm off and the shit floats up and and, you know lobsters like they're like worms i guess they like their appendages grow back and shit so he wasn't really affected by it but he went up into like in between the filter and hit and the other crab was looking for him and he was trying to fuck him up and get him out the corner one of the best, one of the weirdest experiences I've seen. But one time, one time, I was 17 and I just started drinking. And I was, uh, I had a few homegirls, you know, that I used to just hang out with randomly. I wasn't really fucking all of them. Uh, maybe like one, two. But, but there was this one, there was this one that I used to hang out with. And I was, I was That's really why. trying to hit. I was really trying to hit and she wouldn't let me hit. Uh, but she hit me up on a Christmas one day, and I was already 
kind of drinking. I had like one drink at my aunt's house at the time. And I was on medication because I had like a little throat infection. Like right before Christmas, Christmas Eve, I caught like a little throat infection. So I was taking medication. You're not supposed to drink on medication, obviously. And I'm thinking I'm a big boy. And I just like stepped into the world of drinking. Like I was just like, uh, oh, I need, so I need something to chase that with. One of those guys, you know what I mean? So homegirl hits me up. Hey, what's up? Christmas, yeah, my, my sister's here, but she's leaving. What's up? You want to come over? Yeah, sure. Why not? She'll get over there. They got a nice bottle of Grey Goose vodka, which I'm not a fan of this day to this day. <laughs> pours, up, pours up a nice tall glass of vodka and orange juice. And me thinking I'm a big boy, like, yeah, hey, I'm going to get some ass tonight. You know what I mean? I'm like, we're going to drink this. Kind of chug the whole OJ and vodka. Next thing I know, I'm waking up head first into the toilet. <laughs> mm-hmm. Not knowing where I'm going, like, what's going on. Wake up again. I'm on the bed. Not even. I'm on the floor. She's on the bed. Her sister's on the other bed. I guess she came home. I don't know what's going on. I grabbed my shit. And I went home. (laughs) The first time, I got really fucked up. And I don't know if it was because I drank too much, thinking I was a big boy, or because I was on medication. Pretty sure it was both. But yeah, those are my my little... tidbit stories of what happened to me on Christmas. Guys, I'm sure you got something better. Uh, Ness, let's start with you. No, I ain't got nothing better than that. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing better than getting too fucked up on a Christmas. No, I mean, that sounds like a wild ass night. I mean, it could have been better. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. Nah, man. um, Only really thing I, like, I was just looking for, uh, me and my girl and for my kids, man. This is all my family. That shit's gonna be dope. Like my younger kids don't really know what's going on. But my daughter, she's twelve, about to be thirteen. She loves her dad. Her dad loves her. That's my favorite child. I know you shouldn't say that about your kids. Oh, That's, she knows. She knows. <laughs> Did you really just say that on air? Yeah. People, That's my child. She knows. And At I'm least her. he kept it real, because every parent has a favorite child. And they just say, "Oh, I love them yeah. equally." Nah, I, I, I really do love all my children, but that's my baby. But you know, <laughs> it's like you know, see her reaction because she obviously she you know she don't believe in Santa Claus, nothing stupid shit like that. But like, oh, it's just a time for me and my family. Man, it's just gonna be dope. I'm a crazy procrastinator. I have not gone to Christmas shopping yet. <laughs> it's ha- it happens, bro. It's been a rough yeah. year. She's like, oh, she yeah, man, I, I mean, uh, work every back, night. Back ordered. But other than that, I know probably might go to my people's crib, might go see my mom, my dad. Uh, other than that, I'll just be at work. <laughs> like, it's crazy. It. Like, the last, the last two Saturdays, what is it? Like, the. Yeah, the last two Saturdays between um, last two Saturdays before Christmas, we have to work Saturdays. Like we have to work those. Those are mandatory. So I worked last Saturday, and I got to work this Saturday. So I couldn't record on the weekends. So after that, we should be good for the weekend. But I hate those last two Saturdays before Christmas. Like, 
the weather's been crazy, yo. So like we we're like backed up like crazy right now, yo. Is is wild. And like shit, I'll talk about that shit, but you know, thousands of packages, like not making it every day. So shit is rolling over. So now like we gotta do more and more and more every day. And it's just like that shit is stressful. People don't understand. The life of a delivery person is hell. This shit is like crazy, bro. But definitely, I'm thankful to have a job. Like honestly, because I mean, I, I complain, but you know, I'm still providing for my family and myself. And, like that's really what it's all about. Like this, mm-hmm. these tough times. Like you gotta have like support your family and support your family yourself. So, but other than that, man, I'm just trying to trying to relax when I can. Like. This is definitely a nice little time to relax with me and my family. It's it's a three-day weekend for me because it's on Friday. Uh, and then the following weekend, New Year's Eve or New Year's Day, that's another uh, three-day weekend. So that's like a gift to myself at this point. <laughs> so I'll take yeah. it. That's all you can do, man, at this point is just work hard and focus on that family time coming up. Larry. Do you have any crazy stories or what are your plans for the holidays? Man, it don't even feel like Christmas, bro. But I feel like every every holiday this year, this the 2020 year, didn't feel like itself, bro. Like from Memorial Day to goddamn July 4th, Labor Day, Halloween. Thanksgiving, now Christmas. Nothing feels like, you know, it doesn't even feel like the holiday season right now, you know? And I guess we all know why, you know what I'm saying? But um, I don't know what I'm doing. I might go to um my parents' house, might go to my aunt's house, might do all of them, you know what I'm saying? But I do have one quick, wow, crazy um Christmas story. It was actually Christmas Eve. I think we were like, um, I was about 21. And I was with um some of the fellas, my dude Joe, my dude Kenneth, my dude Imran. And so one of the OGs who's like um at the time he was like 30s, he was older than us. I think he was almost in his 30s and shit. He had like a, like he 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 used to be a um a real estate agent and shit. So he had breath at the time. You know what I'm saying? He he was driving a BMW uh uh seven series and shit so he was like yo you got it was christmas eve and we were like yo we gonna go out and hang out in the city blah 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 because it was a it was a um, party and shit that one of my friends heard about so i was we was like all right cool we're gonna go out he's like yo you guys want to borrow my car and literally his fucking car was a fucking pussy magnet so we like all right cool he's like yo yeah, take my car. You guys have a good time. You know, da, da, da. We go out. Be like, cool, da. So we out partying, da, da, da. So we got some bottles and shit. We go and we um bag like four chicks. So we like, okay, cool. Y'all want to come hang out with us? They like, oh, let's go get something to eat. You know, let's go get some pizza or whatever. They like, oh, da, 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 da. they come through. They see the car, yo, it literally was like their panties got wet, bro. <laughs> it was like, oh, where y'all going? It's like, 
we said we wanted to get pizza. And then they was like, I mean, like, after pizza. <laughs> so we like, I mean, if y'all want to hang out, hang out. Okay, we got, like, bottles and shit and weed and whatever back in Brooklyn. And he was like, oh, we live in the Bronx. We're like, oh, don't worry about that. We'll drive you home. He's like, okay, cool. It's such a nice car. And man, don't forget, we were young at this time. We were about 21 or whatever. So the girls was, like, probably 20 or even 19, maybe. You know, so we took them back to my friend Imran's apartment, and we all, like, had um take turns on one we was like <laughs> dealing with at the time. You know? Wait, this happened on Christmas. These motherfuckers had a Christmas, Christmas orgy. Actually, Christmas it was orgy. Christmas. So technically, this was Christmas because it was it was the morning of the twenty fifth. So it was about four or something in the morning. We we went out on Christmas Eve night and we met them. And then now this is Christmas day but like two three in the morning we like all right That's let's go get some pizza day. or whatever kind of <laughs> so that, that was the craziest so i remember the one i was in the room with i was i was i was knocking boots but these motherfuckers like we was we was dickheads as as young like because i think he had three like his parents was out of, out of town and I, I don't think his brother was home either his brother wasn't home either so it was like three free rooms so we was all like taking turns in the rooms and shit, but motherfuckers was dickheads because we would like, like bust in on motherfuckers purposely, <laughs> you know. <laughs> so I remember I was knocking, I was knocking the one from the back, bro, the one I had, and then my boy Imran was walking. It's like, oh nah, I just came in to get um, it's one, yo, it's a cup in here. I wanted this motherfucker's the cup. <laughs> <laughs> and leaves. My boy Joe comes in. Oh nah nah. He said there's some weed in here. Fuck it. Uh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, he like, yo, it's on the case, it's on the dresser. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. My dude Imran comes back, busts in. Oh no, nah, I just came in to watch. <laughs> 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 so so we had a good night, but then I remember being fucked up because you know my drinking tolerance wasn't what it is now. So I remember we all got fucked up. We was like drinking. It's, I don't even know how to fuck. Like we drove them bitches home and then made it back to Brooklyn, bro. Like, dog, I remember being smoked because we was smoking weed and we was taking shots to the head and shit. I just remember being at my family's house, hung the fuck over and just drinking a bunch of water. And my uncles, they they noticed. He was like, "Yo, you you good? <laughs> yo, you look like you had a real good night, <laughs> yo." Because we got no sleep. When I got home, it was like the sun was blatantly up. It was like eight, nine in the morning, bro. And then I had to go meet my family about one or two in the afternoon. Hung the fuck over, still sweating. Liquor went out of my pores still. No matter how many times I brushed my teeth and showered, motherfucker. <laughs> Still coming on my pool, so that's my crazy Christmas story. Other than that, Christmas has been, it's been a breeze for me every year. It's just like, right, you, you all meet up with family, you eat, you drink, and shit. That, I think, yo, Chris, I think you left a status one time, a post. You was like, you're the first year where you get the, you're old enough to get the, yo, you want to come outside with us? From the oh, older yeah. cousins and shit. 
for Thanksgiving was the was the first holiday that I got broken in. But yeah, Christmas was yeah. was the same. We followed up with the same routine. Yeah, but it was uh, yeah, it was more much more fluid this time around. Hell yeah, I remember the the first times like, I got the yo. You old enough? Yo, you want to come outside real quick? <laughs> yeah, that's that's always a a good family bonding experience. Hell so. Yeah. I'm glad we got through this episode, guys. We touched on the lockdown. We touched on Christmas just in time for the Christmas episode. Um, good shit, guys. Uh, Ness, anything you want to plug? Uh, you can catch me on Instagram at skinny underscore underscore Kravitz. Catch me on Twitter at skinny underscore Kravitz. You can find me on the True Hill Heat YouTube channel on Joints and Jabronis. Now with my man Chris G. Also, Blunt Impact with my man Chris G. Review of Honor with my man the Stat King. And I'm on all the roundtables. So all the pay-per-view specials, that's my domain. And uh, right here on True Toxicity. Yeah. Oh, yeah. How about you, Larry? Anything you want to plug? Um, You can find me on Instagram at... The underscore modern underscore day underscore Medjai. You know, um, find me on Facebook, Larry Morgan. You know, I talk a lot about sports and shit. I cut ass. I leave a bunch of memes and shit. So if you want to be entertained, follow me. Oh, yeah. And uh, we want to remind you guys to like, share, comment, subscribe, follow, whatever you can do on these uh podcast platforms to show some support do it we're all over the place one here on anchor one apple one google one spotify you can find us on facebook you can find us on instagram at true toxicity uh we're usually either joined by our good brothers sp3 or and or brian the artist hit him up for logos uh for, so for them for myself, you can find yeah, me at True Hill Chris get, G. Yeah, my fault. We're still waiting to get drunk guy JJ on here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Hopefully 2021 is the year of drunk guy. We'll see. You can find me at True Hill Chris G. You can find uh you can see me on the True Hill Heat YouTube channel. Blunt Impact Joints and Jabronis with my man Ness, three-time baby making champion. Wednesday Night Warriors with my man Romeo Anthony Cologne. The occasional roundtable, the occasional True Hill Heat channel, I mean, uh, episode, wherever. I'm everywhere. And here on True Toxicity. So we want to thank you guys for tuning in for another episode. For our good brothers, SP3. For Brian, the artist. For the three-time, three-time, three-time baby-making championess. And for the living legend, Larry Morgan, one word. We're signing off from True Toxicity. We'll see you guys next time. Peace. Yeah.